welcome to Her Natural Potential Podcast. This is the place where we help driven women get healthier, wealthier, and stronger. I'm your host, Nikki Cork, a registered holistic nutritionist and transformation coach, and I'm going to show you how to level up your nutrition, health, and mindset so you can start living life at your full potential. Hello, I'm going to be sharing with you some more information about hormones today because this is one of the things that I often get asked about. And obviously, our hormones have massive, massive impacts on not just our weight and our body composition, but also how we feel, right? And our overall health and how our body's functioning. So today we're going to be diving into estrogen dominance. You may have heard me talk and throw this term kind of around and Estrogen dominance is a type of hormonal imbalance, right? So this is where, right, we can either be dealing with too high estrogen, right? And we have estrogen dominance that's too high, um, or we can be dealing with estrogen dominance due to low progesterone levels. So this is where like estrogen will still be dominant and kind of higher than it should be, even though it's not necessarily like too elevated. And so again, it's estrogen dominance ha- can be a variety of different things. And depending on if you're, you have high, too high estrogen, or if you just have too low progesterone, then obviously the approach to address that is going to be a little bit different. Now, what are some signs and symptoms of estrogen dominance, right? So probably most common that people will notice is going to be PMS, right? Especially like right before a cycle, we'll notice if we have our estrogen is too high or too dominant, right? This is where we can notice some of those PMS symptoms. Also weight gain, particularly around like the hips and the midsection and the thighs can also be dealing with um, even endometriosis typically is you're also dealing with estrogen dominance, PCOS as well, right? Like a lot of times we can be dealing with estrogen dominance, um, more so specifically due to low progesterone with PCOS. We may also notice abnormal menstrual cycles, right? Um, We may notice like heavy periods. We may notice um, also fatigue, low libido. That's pretty common. Even certain imbalances with our mood, like depression or anxiety, bloating, also super common. Mood swings, breast tenderness, brain fog, all of those fun stuff. Also insomnia too. So this is where, right, a lot of these signs and symptoms that a lot, unfortunately, a lot of women are dealing with, um, especially those who are really struggling with PMS or they're really struggling with a heavy cycle or they're really struggling with weight gain and struggling losing kind of that, the, the body fat, especially around like their midsection and their hips. This is where really looking, taking a look at your estrogen levels and also your progesterone levels, right? Is really, really important. Now, what are the kind of typical roots of like, what are the typical issues when it comes to too high estrogen, right? So again, diving into this is going to really help you figure out like, what do you need to address? And this is where I always say like, don't just kind of try to like, like deal with the symptoms, right? It's like, we also always want to get to the root cause. It's like, why is your estrogen elevated? Why is your progesterone low, right? Why are you dealing with these hormonal imbalances? And so always diving into what could potentially be the root cause and therefore to really figuring out like what shifts do we need to make either with our lifestyle or with our habits or with our nutrition to better support our body. And so we can be dealing with estrogen dominance due to too high estrogen, due to poor 
detox of excess estrogens, right? Super common for elimination of excess estrogen. So for example, right, if you're constipated and you're not having regular bowel movements, then you can really affect, right, your elimination of those excess estrogens. We can also have excess due to too high xenoestrogens. So these are going to be a lot of those kind of like environmental estrogens. I've done a podcast episode about it too. So just search it and you should find the previous podcast episode and conversation about xenoestrogens with, of course, some tips. Um, and then, of course, like this is where we have these environmental estrogens, which can still kind of disrupt our natural hormones. Um, and therefore, too, we can still get these symptoms and stuff. And then also excess due to high body. Body fat, right? We also have to remember that if we have excess body fat, this can actually also increase our estrogen. It's kind of this unfortunate cycle that makes it really difficult. So this is again where really optimizing your nutrition and exercising, not so much just doing a bunch of cardio, but also building your lean muscle mass can really, really help. So estrogen dominance due to too high estrogen, right? Like we could also be dealing with estrogen dominance due to low progesterone. So this is super common if, for example, like I mentioned with PCOS, or if you're too stressed, or if you're dealing with this chronic stress, either physical or mental, and you're not actually ovulating, right, then we can have low progesterone. And so our estrogen levels are going to actually be normal, right? They're not too high, but because our low, our progesterone is so, so low, it's still dominant. It's still more dominant in certain phases of our cycle than we want it to be. And this is again, where we can still have those certain symptoms um, that we don't necessarily want. Low thyroid issues can also be a common kind of root cause too, right? So if you're dealing with low T3 or low T4, and having these, uh, like an underactive thyroid, then this can obviously kind of impact things too. Um, and then also like both extremes here, like if you're dealing with a lot of obesity, right, then this can be a major, like if you're dealing with obesity, this can be a major stress on the body, um, or if you're low, too low body fat. So this is where, unfortunately, it's super, super common. Again, I got into coaching and started specializing in hormones and doing what I do today. Um, because not only my own struggles with my own weight loss journey, but also as a com competitor, um, doing bikini competitions, I realized that there are a lot of issues. Unfortunately, a lot of women will go through by doing a competition prep. And for me, like competing was such a positive and rewarding experience, but I heard all of these different like horror stories. And like, that's not saying I didn't have my own struggles post too. Like anybody who's competed knows it's, it's really challenging, right? And it, it is an extreme. So you're always going to have certain issues, but of course, too, you can really kind of support your body and take care of yourself in order to make sure those issues aren't these like massive, massive issues, right? And these, they cause these massive like problems within your body. So that being said, low to low body fat, especially if you are dieting really hard, right? Or if you are doing a competition, or if you just went through this extreme, extreme weight loss journey, right? This can really affect your hormones, how stressed your body is your ovulation, right? And your progesterone. And we can have estrogen dominance due to too low progesterone due to that reason, because our body is just so stressed out. So of course, I'm not going to be here and just share with you all of the symptoms and the issues. I'm actually going to give you some really kind of simple tips that you can get started with right away if you're like, hey, I really feel like I may be dealing with estrogen dominance. So I'm going to give you guys five ways that you can actually help support your estrogen levels and keep your estrogen in check. 
And again, these are things that we've mentioned many times in many conversations before, but of course, really like simple things that you can dive into today if you want. So the first one, of course, is avoiding those environmental estrogens, right? As I mentioned, we can be dealing with too high estrogen due to a lot of like xenoestrogen exposure. And these are going to be those man-made like hormone mimickers that can come into our body like pesticides or even like hormone injected like animals, right? Foods like meats and stuff come come from plastics, commercial body care products, polluted water, and also like certain cleaning products, skincare products, household products, makeup, those types of things, right? So really paying attention to those potential xenoestrogen really looking for those more natural, cleaner products, and really just also buying organic where you can or better quality animal proteins, right? And animal products um, more specifically. So avoiding environmental estrogens can really kind of help with that. Now, the other way that we can really get a keeper estrogen in check is going to be to eat more fiber. Like not so much if you're following like a whole foods healthy diet, for the most part, we can get enough fiber that way. But a lot of people are not eating a lot of fiber. And so this can really, really affect, right? How our body is actually eliminating those excess estrogens, right? And so as I said before, right, like our bowel movements um, is like a key part of our digestion, right? It's a key part of our elimination of toxins and also those excess estrogens. And so if we're not having regular bowel movements or we're not having enough fiber in our diet, to actually kind of help eliminate and grab those kind of excess estrogens, this is where, right, we can be dealing with estrogen dominance. And so making sure to incorporate a high fiber, like high fiber foods in your diet, um, this can be different kind of like legumes, um, this can be different veggies, this can be fruit, blueberries are my favorite, this can even be avocados or different whole grains, apples are great too, and even just different kind of like chia seeds or ground flax seeds can be really helpful as well. So again, really kind of looking at your nutrition and asking yourself, are you incorporating these high fiber whole foods in your diet to help grab on and eliminate those excess estrogens so you can get them out of your body, right? And we're not dealing with constipation, which brings me to the third way we can really keep our estrogen levels in check is really fixing your gut, right? If you're dealing with constipation, if you're dealing with any imbalances with your gut microbiome, or if you are dealing with like leaky gut or damage to your gut lining, then this can really kind of affect too that um, how your body is actually eliminating estrogens as well. And we can like We also have to remember that like our gut microbiome is so, so important for such a variety of different things. And like, we actually have certain bacteria that help with like metabolizing and even kind of like, yeah, metabolizing and producing certain kind of like, even like estrogens or even certain like nutrients and stuff too. So really making sure we have a healthy gut. We have a healthy gut microbiome and we're really kind of doing certain things with our nutrition on a regular basis to really support that. Now, fourth, right, we kind of mentioned this as well, is to decrease overall body fat, like lower your body fat. If you're dealing with a higher body fat percentage, this can be associated with excess levels of estrogen as estrogen is partially produced in our adipose tissue, right? So really making sure we are following a regular healthy exercise routine, right? We're moving our body daily. Um, we're nourishing with whole foods, right? We're really kind of taking care of our body so that, and this does not mean having to be super, super lean and looking like a bikini competitor, like, cause that could go the opposite extreme, right? But this means just having a healthy body fat percentage. 
right? Having that like good lean muscle mass, right? Not having excess body fat. Um, and of course, like paying attention to your symptoms, paying attention how your body's feeling. And so if you are struggling with your body composition, this is where sometimes, right? Like actually including some resistance training, some strength training, some daily exercise, really kind of dialing in your nutrition, not so much to kind of lose weight, but overall just improve body composition for overall health. This can really, really help support your hormones, right? And it can make you feel a lot better day to day. And at the end of the day, we want the highest quality of life, right? We want to feel good every day. We don't want to be dealing with mood swings. We want to have a regular cycle. We don't want to have PMS, right? We want to feel balanced and healthy and fit and strong. And that is why, right? That is why we exercise. That is why we dial in our nutrition. That is why we focus on these healthier habits. Not so much about the number on the scale, but to improve our overall quality of life, which also brings me to the fifth way, manage your stress levels. Because if you are dealing with constant stress, this can really affect your hormones. And this is, again, where specifically in terms of the low progesterone levels, right, estrogen dominance in relation to low progesterone, this is where, right, we can really, really affect things if we are really stressed out. Right. If we're dealing with a lot of high cortisol, if our adrenals are overworking over time and we are just dealing with a lot of stress, whether it be physical or it be psychological, because this can really affect our progesterone levels and therefore to contribute to estrogen dominance. So little recap, avoid environmental estrogens, eat more fiber, make sure you're following a quality high fiber diet, fix your gut if you're dealing with constipation specifically, and also just making sure that you are supporting a healthy gut microbiome, lower your body fat. If you need to, if you feel like you, your body composition can improve or you're holding on to excess body fat, then just kind of find a healthy lifestyle and these healthy habits to really kind of support that. And then of course, to manage your stress because your stress (laughs) affects your entire body. And it is really, really important. And unfortunately, a lot of people are overstressed, whether it be physically or it be psychologically. So little recap, and hopefully that helps. Again, estrogen dominance is one of the kind of more common hormonal imbalances that I see specifically with the women that I work with who are struggling to lose weight, right? Or dealing with excess body fat and they're struggling to lose it, right? They're struggling to improve their overall body composition because this is again where it can create that really kind of like vicious cycle in a sense because it's like we can have excess body fat and we can be like also like contributing be due to that excess body fat to higher estrogen levels, which then again, it's a vicious cycle. So really look for those healthy lifestyle habits and don't focus so much right away just on like, Hey, I need to do more cardio or I need to restrict my calories, right? Improve your detox, improve your stress levels, improve your gut health. And then right? You can tackle in the exercise and the routine and dialing things in. And this is a huge reason as to why, like we at Nixon Nutrition, we take this health first approach, right? We have this kind of four phase process. We always kind of take our clients through and after our initial assessment, right? We really work on getting our clients' health in check, right? We balance the body, we balance hormones. We do all of these things because guess what? If you do that groundwork, if you do that foundation first, right? If you work on reducing stress off the body and balancing your hormones and improving detox and getting everything in check, then it makes 
it a lot easier when you do dial in your macros or you do dial in your calories or you do add a little bit of cardio. Your body is actually going to be responsive. And so this is where do the groundwork first, do the foundational things first. And of course, if you need some support, if you want somebody to take all the guesswork out for you, just shoot me a message. So hopefully you found that was helpful and hopefully you can keep your estrogen levels in check and you can feel your absolute best. Feel free to drop any further questions you have regarding estrogen or estrogen dominance in the comments, just hashtag replay and I will be going through them and answering what I can. That's all we got for this episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. One thing that really helps this podcast and other women who have yet to join us is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you tune in to listen. Please share with anybody you think might enjoy it. And also make sure to connect with me on Instagram at Nikki Park. Until next time.